0: Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services podcast studios, I'm your host Mike Wilson and on this episode of In the House, we're going to be talking about common carts. No, I'm already off to a bad start. Common parts that fail on your air conditioner. Let's go. In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house. Electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning. Each week I'm joined by a panel of experts. We pick a topic and we discuss it in depth. It's meant to be informative and hopefully bring you some value. I've got Kevin and Richard with us today. Uh, They're the managers over the HVAC service and install departments at any hour services. We're going to be talking about the most common parts that fail. On our air conditioners and why. And then I will um, ask if there's anything that we can actually do about those things. So, you know, I think a lot of us know that, you know, that what the air conditioner is. If you're listening to this episode, you probably know what it is. So I'm not gonna tell you what an air conditioner is, but it's a big mechanical device. There's lots of moving parts and pieces, and all of those things have to be working together in order for it to cool your home the way that it was designed to. And if one of those pieces stop working, more than likely your air conditioner is either going to stop completely or it's not going to be functioning the way that it was designed to. So it may not be cooling your home all the way. So there's, you can have anything from a not working right to all the way to not working at all. So some of the most common parts, let's just start out. Richard, what's one of the most common things uh, that break on an air conditioner?
1: Well, there's a lot of things, like you said, that can go wrong. One of the things that we, that I've been doing in 20 years Seems like seasonal, like throughout the year, like during the air conditioning, we see different things break at certain times. Like the first of the year, we see a lot of dirty filters, which Mm -hmm. isn't a part of your air conditioner, but it will break it. So that's one thing that we see a lot of the first of the year. And when it gets really hot, like right now it's 100 degrees outside, we see a lot of capacitors go out. So they just don't like the heat. So we see a lot of them. That's these right here. Okay. So we deal with a lot of capacitor breakdowns during this time of the year. That's one of the most common things that goes bad.
0: For those that are listening, he's holding a cylindrical object with prongs on the top. You probably don't know what it is or what it looks like, but inside your air conditioner, there's there's a dual run capacitor usually outside. And that's the part that gets really hot and can go out.
1: Yes, I like your explanation there. That was great, Mike.
0: Well, I try to remember that this is a podcast and uh, you know, not to just grab things and say, see, look, point here, this, that. <laughs>
1: well, see, that's why you're a professional at the podcast and I'm a technician.
0: I don't know that I'm professional. <laughs> Ke- uh, Kevin, you looked like you were about to say something. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. It was
2: well, nothing good anyway.
0: Well, we know that from past episodes. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> we don't want to get uh, Austin, let him loose with the beat button. Uh, okay. So Kathy, Kevin's extremely sorry. <laughs> I just can't let her watch these ever again. Well, I wasn't going to go there, but Richard did.
1: <laughs> I've known Kevin for a long time. It's fine.
0: All right. So, um, well, you jumped into capacitor. Capacitor is one of the uh, you know most common parts that that fail. What are some of the symptoms of Well, first you mentioned dirty filter. You know, the filter isn't necessarily a, a a part that fails, but when it I guess it does fail when it gets clogged up, but we're we're talking more about the the components of it, the the that parts that people would like pay a technician to come out and replace. Mm-hmm. You mentioned capacitor. Um, talk to us about some of the symptoms. Like what are people going to maybe experience that might say, okay, well, this could be a symptom of a capacitor that is, uh, g- has gone out.
1: I got a call Friday night from a friend, uh, his air conditioner went out and he, I was talking to him what's going on and the inside blower was, t- was turning on. So the inside air was moving, but nothing was going on on the outside. So I kind of suggest to him, Hey, maybe your capacitor, it's hot outside and maybe something. So one of the signs is the outdoor unit. The fan isn't spinning. I mean, it could be a fan motor as well, but that's a, one of the symptoms that we see that it's not turning the fan on or the compressor on.
0: I also had someone text me on Saturday night. So, you know, office was closed up. We're not running calls on Sunday. Um, and he was like, you know, my air conditioner is not working. What's the chances of me getting somebody out? And I was like, well, our on-call texts are already booked up for the night, you know, cause it was like eight or nine o'clock and I was like, well, they were, they're already booked up with calls. And so I tried to walk them through some, some basic things. And a capacitor is one of those things that if they don't know what they are doing, like, you know, it's hard to have a homeowner like go and yeah, unless, check that out.
1: Unless you like take the cover off and look at it. Like a lot of times if you've seen a frozen pop can or uh-huh. soda can, depending on what part of the country you're from, yep. uh, it looks like a frozen one where it's kind of just kind of, been bulged and bulged out on the top and bottom or you'll see where it's completely exploded that's a good sign that hey the capacitor is bad
2: see this go ahead i can say they can look perfectly normal too. Yep. and so if you have one that looks perfectly normal in order to test it you've got to have a meter that'll test for microfarads and know just what you're looking for and how to know
0: exactly how many uh you're testing for we are releasing a video or sorry by the time this airs we released a new video on YouTube last week that actually takes you through how to test a capacitor. And the only thing you really need is that meter mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, tests uh, capacitance and reads microfarads. Yeah, it's they're really easy to test. Yeah, you make just, sure you turn just the power have to have off. It. Have yeah, have to yeah, dis- well, disconnect the wires. I, do, I go through that step okay, in the video. To touch don't, you, don't touch- you're the one that told me how to do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised how many people that will call me and be like, hey, so I watched this on YouTube. I'm like, oh, great. What did you watch on YouTube? Because I see a lot of stuff that I'm like, wow, that dude's going to get killed. So just be careful.
2: I'm going to say one of the things you got to remember about capacitors, too, is they can retain a charge. And so you can turn the power off and disconnect them, and you can still get zapped. Yeah. Um, you got you just got to be
0: careful. So so my friend who was texting me, his air conditioner was only a couple of years old. Um, do you know, have you seen capacitors go out that fast? Yes. Mm-hmm. You have. Mm-hmm. So I, I walked him through the basic things. So for me, not having the technical HVAC knowledge that you guys have, the place that I started with him was, uh, you know, When's the last time you changed the batteries in your smoke, or not smoke detector, in your thermostat? So if you have a thermostat that actually has batteries, replace those. And something that I learned, not the hard way, but I I give that tip quite often. And we were actually filming a video at my house, and it started to get really, really hot and I thought like, oh, maybe the lights that we were using to light the room were just getting hotter than they were because I went over to the thermostat. It looked like it was working and I was pushing the buttons, go outside, and the fan's not running and doing things like that. My system was a little bit older, but I replaced the batteries in the uh, thermostat, like a good first step would be after I had checked the filter. And it still didn't fix it until I went downstairs and reset the unit. So shut the power off, turn it back on so that it could go through the sequence of rebooting and things like that. So that was, that was a step I walked him through, change the batteries, go down, reset the unit, go outside, see what's working, what's not working. And then, um, the next place that I went to with him, I was like, you know, look for a trip breaker or blown fuse. You want to make sure that there's power. So for me as a simple guy, first couple of places are the, almost the, you know, they, they 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 make a joke when you call the computer technical support like is it on <laughs> you know like are you receiving power to it so you know look for look for a breaker that's tripped look uh, you know change the batteries in the thermostat and then we go to the capacitor that's not working um another part that might go out what's what's another well, one j- just really quick back at your yeah. capacitor so
2: one thing to keep in mind if your uh fan is blowing downstairs okay Chances are the batteries are working. You know, chances are the batteries are good. And so if you have air actually moving through the house, um, and you look outside and the condenser outside isn't running, right? That's that's when you know that it's gonna be more like a capacitor or something along those
0: lines. Well you know what I mean? I have at my house the fan inside was still running. I have my fan on all the time. Like I just run the fan. And if the thermostat batteries and this is this is me asking a question if the batteries go out is there any chance that it like kind of just gets stuck in whatever mode it was in and then when the thermostat drops down it doesn't have enough juice to send the signal to kick on the compressor outside i think the answer to that would be it would depend on the thermostat most of your thermostats you have
2: nowadays are digital Uh and so probably not some of the older ones it could have been that way um the ones that used springs and mercury Well, some Uh, of your bulbs and things like that.
1: Some of your thermostats, depending on the setup on it too, you could send a terminal like voltage down to the Y and the green for your fan, and it may not have enough to close both switches. So, I mean, it just
2: depends. And and as I'm talking, those two that I mentioned, they don't take a battery anyway, so forget those.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a little
0: turned out. Well, mine's a digital. Like, I mean, it's not the oldest thing in the world, but it's. Oh no! Actually. Mine is, is fairly new, but it's not like a Nest thermostat or something like that.
2: One thing I've learned is anything is possible, but chances are if the batteries
0: are low, it's just not going to turn anything on. Hmm. You know, you won't get much happening. Gotcha. All right. So there you go. Um, what's another part that fails? Another common one? Uh,
2: when it's hot outside, mm-hmm. uh, contactors. Okay. Contactors have a good likelihood of going bad. Uh, basically, that's just your switch inside. Inside the unit itself, you know, it gets the signal, and that switch closes, and it turns the unit on. And so a lot of off, on, off, on, uh, you're
0: pushing a lot of power through that. Most people, when they say, when they go back and forth between the power being off, on, off, on, I usually hear people say on, off, on, off, but you went off, on, off, on.
2: I caught that
1: too.
0: You know, I've
2: always considered myself a little off, on, off, on. So <laughs> I know a lot mom, of people
0: ask, that consider you a little off. Ask my mom, she'll tell you. <laughs> you you're you're probably do you do you say versa visa instead of vice versa? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. <laughs> do you I don't ever say I vice say, versa. I don't
2: say either of those <laughs> and right, I anyway. said and I said
0: either instead of either. Hmm. I well, English is not like, even though I sort of speak it, when, when you start to get into the weeds of like that type of thing, this is a technical show. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, contactors, yeah, off con- on, off on,
1: and we see contactors quite a bit. We see them either stuck open or stuck closed, where they're not turning the air conditioner on, or we see them where they're welded shut, so they keep the air conditioner running all the time. We get those phone calls like, "Hey, my air conditioner never never shuts off, but my inside is." So if you have that, the, odds the air
0: conditioner are- never shuts off, but my inside is. What do you, What do you mean? So
1: that so that relay inside that contactor. Because when it turns on and off or off and on, whichever you want to say, as it uh, turns, closes, it has a little arcing and it can actually weld closed. And so it's always maintaining that high voltage across there. So the outdoor unit can run and run and run, but the indoor fan motor never does. It turns off.
0: So what's a symptom Go ahead. You were about to say something. Oh, I was just going to say on those
2: contactors, they've got contact points and you want a good, smooth, clean contact point. I mean, you know, you're an electrician, right? Mm. For your electrical, you to to go through it good and clean. Yep. Right. But with the turning off and on frequently, on and off frequently, um, the electricity can jump and it can, it's called pitting, right? And it can actually dig chunks out of those surfaces. And so once you've got, a long time of chunks and whatever else dug out it can, it'll dig a chunk it'll leave some slag it'll i mean it just kind of messes those surfaces up and uh, makes it so you don't get a good connection and can cause some problems
0: if you think about it every time the electricity jumps between those two contact points it's like an arc welder and you get lots of heat and arc welding it melts the metal with the arcs that happen and so that can happen with any of the electrical devices in the home, but on that contactor as well out in the air conditioner. So, okay. So, sorry, let's go back. So if a contactor has failed, what are some of the symptoms that people might be experiencing? So you can have a couple of different things. Um, If it
2: is not getting a good connection or it's not closing all the way, or you've got an issue that way, then your blower inside the house might be blowing air and you'll be like, well, I've got air moving around, but it's just not cold air. And you go outside and the unit just won't do anything. Mm-hmm. It'll just be sitting there. Um, and you can have the reverse of that, right? You can have, if you get a contactor that's welded closed, then it's stuck on, right? And you might see frost downstairs because you're, it's running even when your blower's not running. Um, now, when you say frost
0: downstairs, are you talking about the- You look at
2: your copper lines. Yeah. And depending on how long it's been stuck and whatever else, I mean, you could have the whole unit out to the compressor frosted over also you know um but it'll it just won't shut off it'll just keep running and running and running outside when your air shuts off inside
0: that was another place that i told my friend to like go and look after when i was telling them to check i said when you go downstairs look at the copper lines coming out of the you know furnace cabinet and see if any of them have ice build up on them or anything like that
1: and it's it'll be on the one that's insulated mm-hmm. not the non insulated one there's two different ones it'll be the insulated one that will be does
0: does the ice build up underneath the insulation or just mainly on the part that uh, is not insulated because isn't that ice the condensation that's forming is freezing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so does it freeze up underneath the insulation you can have it yes okay so you'd need to peel that back a little bit yeah. and look at it yeah
1: typically you'll see if there's an open spot but
0: okay Um contactors what's what's another thing that that fails
1: fan motors failed quite a bit okay that's one of those things that's seasonal as well like we see those a lot in the spring when they first turn air conditioners on the fan motor sat all year long and the bearings were bad and it's rusted closed whatever so uh a when, fan you motor. S-
0: when you say fan motor are you talking about the one outside yes so our so let's since there are you know kind of two main parts of the system you got the outdoor unit and the indoor unit when we're talking about them just so that people that are listening know let's let's clarify which one we're fan fan motor would be the outside unit blower motor would be the inside got it
1: awkward silence
0: well that's how i call it just saying yeah but you also like call the blower motor a squirrel cage Mm mm-hmm
2: <laughs> well I'm just saying for in all intents and purposes for our conversation here, outside is a fan.
0: Got it. Inside is a blower. Okay. I'm just in I'm just in my mind vi- envisioning said, people that like aren't paying that close attention because I mean I know this show is like super like exciting. Extremely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the
1: outdoor the outdoor unit. Whatever.
0: Like, fan motor. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: the one that we can see like in if it's not spinning. Like, it could be the capacitor as well, not giving it what's need to start it, and it could be a seized motor, it could be a bad motor. So, that's one of the things we see a lot.
0: Does the contactor, is that, because, like, the capacitor to dual run, it runs the fan and the compressor. Is the contactor just for the fan, or is it also for the fan and the compressor? Like, ha-
1: It's for both. So, it relays the voltage all the way through. So, there's no, well, that's, there's different contactors, but for the most part, there's no power going to the outside to the air conditioner. There's kind of a relay. It just stops there until that voltage gets closed, and then it continues the voltage to the one will go to the compressor, the other one will go to the fan.
0: Gotcha. So both will be running if it's welded. Yes. yes. On mm-hmm. welded closed.
1: So we see a lot of fan motors that go out. That's a pretty common part.
0: So, let's see. Keep your. your I was mind. just going to say
2: there's there's several symptoms that can be one or the other you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's like he says you go out there and the blower motor is not spinning and it could be that the blower motor has seized up but it could yeah, just oh, be. hang
1: on hang on you, you mean the fan motor you just said blower. oh motor. shut up <laughs> <laughs> the fan motor
2: <laughs> Make, I'm glad make, you caught that. Can, can we strike that? Can we strike that? No, we the... can't. Damn That's it. staying in there. Any,
0: any reason for anyone listening to like come so, up to you and be like, so which one's outside the yeah, blower? It's, it's all right. No, fan, one, right. no one remembers me. So we're good. I don't know how many people listen to this either. Yeah. 12, and uh, they're mostly members of my family. So, Well, I actually, we do know how many times the show is, is downloaded, um, and it is more than 12. But I don't know. I can't tell if it's like Austin just sitting at his computer and downloading it a bunch of times or like, we got to get the numbers up, especially when it first, like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like Austin, how do we increase listeners and stuff? And he's like, I'll figure it out. He's like I'm, I'm download, 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 get him another laptop. <laughs> and I don't know enough to like know how to double check that. So he's got me fooled. <laughs> um, so, all right. So I got oh, distracted. The, you were talking the, about the the, fan. the blower motor outside. The fan motor outside. <laughs> sorry. I apologize. The outside
2: fan. So the outside fan, if it's not working, it can be for a couple of reasons. You know, it could be seized up. It could be that the capacitor is not working. It could be that you just, I mean, go down the line. There's a few reasons why your condenser won't turn on. You know, mm-hmm. lack of power. Your breaker could go bad. Fuses could pop. Um, but uh, that's kind of why, you know, when we go and do a
0: diagnostic, It takes process of elimination and going through and checking. I have an interesting question, and you guys weren't expecting this, and I don't even know if there is any answer, but I want to get your opinion on it. So we talk about these particular things. We see it all the time. But we are getting calls from hundreds and hundreds of homeowners. So we're dealing with lots and lots of equipment. And how often... Would you say the average, like, is there, are there any industry statistics that, that say how often a homeowner can expect a breakdown or something failing? Is it once a year, once every three years? When, wait, let me give you the, it depends. Okay, now give me like a more specific answer.
1: I don't really have one. I know years ago they came out and said, such and such brand, you know, is more likely to break, but that was on false data. Cause how many units are out there? I mean. It wasn't really a true accurate count. It was, I, I don't even, I would guess you're gonna have at least a breakdown every seven to 10 years. I mean, that's just a guess. I really don't have an answer there, Mike.
2: I think you just have to look and see what your warranty is and just know that it's gonna break down two months after the right warranty Right after the class. warranty is done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, cause I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm, I'm trying to like, uh, you know, bring as much value to people as possible. And with my air conditioner, it's like 14 years old and you know, it's chugging along. I've had to replace, uh, you know, some parts on it, they were under warranty. Um, but I'm sitting here thinking like how much should someone know and educate themselves to like figure that type of stuff out, you know? Cause I mean, a meter that's going to test microfarads, you're going to be, you know, hundred, 200 bucks to like, you know, just get that and test it. And then when you want to start getting other things and and test and figure things out, like there's a reason that this industry exists because you've got specialty knowledge specialty tools that the average person isn't going to have and if the average homeowner did have those things they would use them so infrequently that they probably aren't going to like remember how to to use those so anyway i don't know yeah i
1: wouldn't i don't know if i'd say in in my head i would say five to seven years you're going to have possibly capacity go bad we go do i mean you're you're on the radio all the time with the tune-ups and we have Mm -hmm. and i'm over the tune-up department but we have constantly have guys go out on tune-ups and we'll go through and you know give suggestions and come across things like a capacitor will be out of range where it should be you know it'll be like an 8% range where it's out of you know anyways where it's weaker than it should be and well you don't know, bring that up and someone will say no let's just wait and then a week later that thing breaks so if you don't if you haven't had a looked at you may have a part on there that's weaker than it should be and you're headed to a breakdown which could be avoided but Yeah, Kevin. Unless you got some, I can't think of anything that like.
2: I was just wondering. Yeah, I haven't ever seen an actual statistic. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Um, I'm sure somebody. I'll I'll YouTube
1: it. it. We'll find something. (laughs) Something's
0: going to be there. But you know what? I'll make a video.
2: So, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, there's there's systems that'll last you know, 15 years and never have an issue. And then you got some, you're out there the next year
0: and it's got a bad, I, I don't know, it, it, okay. it can vary. So that's cool. Well, we'll stop talking about the things we don't know. <laughs> 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 All right, so, um well, the reason that I, my mind kind of went down that path is I was I was just thinking, uh, is there a way to like tell people? Cause we talked about like, okay, here are the most common things that that fail. Is there anything we can do about it? We talked about a contactor and you know, Richard, you told me how to check and really it's a visual inspection on that contactor to see if it is if it's pitting or if it is stuck shut or
1: there is electrical testing we can do as well put our meter on there if we're not getting the exact voltage across and it is definitely pitted Hmm. so there is some electrical and we can do some other testing as well gotcha um
2: contactors are funny too because you can have i've had some pretty funny calls when you show up and there's like bugs that are stuck in between and just aren't allowing it to close all the way. You know, so you get some of that stuff too,
0: you know? So sometimes it might just need to be cleaned Mm -hmm. or debugged, debugged.
1: I've had spiders like throughout the spring, they'll get in there and build a little nest where you want to call it. And then.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've heard of people like, you know, kids throwing grasshoppers into the air conditioner blades and, and things like that. That's not the contactor. I know it's not, but if those body parts somehow like get in there, Kevin. So <laughs> what else? What are some other uh, parts that, that fail control boards?
1: You have the, the main control board on your furnace or air handler. That's controlling the air conditioner out there to turn on and off that cannot send voltage out there where it fails to do that and turn it off.
0: Well, the control board's like the brain of the yep. operation, right? So the symptoms of that not working, that could be a whole lot of different things. Yes. So um, you do have some of your, higher
2: efficient or just nicer models of acs too that have control boards outside on that unit as well really um and I mean some of them don't even have uh uh contactors you know what I mean it's it's but it's it's a lot more common to have the the more basic type units you know so gotcha. those those can go bad okay
0: what else what about uh txvs what what uh, what are they and what happens there.
1: Those are what's, co- we, uh, they use those for a metering device. And what that does is allow the refrigerant flow. and it's going to sound real technical to go through your coil. Do it. We need a little bit of that a right now into the episode. So as your refrigerant goes inside your coil, it kind of changes its state and then, uh, it can get stuck open or stuck close, which is not allowing the proper refrigerant flow. And that causes your air conditioner to freeze up or not cool as well. In fact, one of my guys personal houses this morning, he called me, it's a two-year-old coil the txv has gone bad on his personal house and he's got to replace it Hmm. it's stuck closed so it's freezing up and not allowing it to to cool properly so we see those go bad
0: um man like why are these parts failing so so quick
1: well i don't know that one i know back in like 2008 they kind of changed the uh EPA changed the uh, efficiency ratings, and they had to do TXVs, and they mass produced them. Mm. Oh my goodness, it was a warranty. Do you remember that Kevin? Oh yeah, it was a warranty nightmare. Like everyone was like going bad. It was crazy.
0: Um, another major part outside um, is the compressor. How often do you see those fail? Mm. Are they less common?
1: Depends on the age. Typically we see them older. The older the air conditioner gets is more likely we see a compressor fail. It's like a, you know, you got a car with 250,000 miles on it. The engine's going to fail. Compressors are the same way. They do a lot of, they get beat up pretty hard. So typically the older ones, if we see a newer one, it's either a a problem from the manufacturer or has an installation issue.
2: You can have some outside factors that will take a toll on them too. If your coils on the condenser outside are way plugged up and dirty and it's, it's running really hot. Um, not able to cool itself off with the air and everything else, you know, they'll have a ten- tendency to burn up. Uh, you can have a house that has lots of power surges. I mean, think about all the different things that can happen in the house. You get a lot of uh, special houses where people have done interesting things with the wiring. And you being an electrician, I'm sure you've seen some interesting stuff. I and thought you were about to say, I'm sure you've done some interesting things. Well, yes, that <laughs> that's t- probably true. That, that was in, in, uh, implied there. So, um, but, uh,
0: no longer implied. You said, it. <laughs>
2: Yes, um, but yeah, I mean, there's other factors that can that can affect the compressor. So, I mean, yeah, it, just because it's not 20 years old doesn't mean that it's working fine. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot depends on how your system's been upkept and maintained. Because you know, as they get as they get hot, um, things just don't work.
0: Yeah. you know what I mean. I think you know, the older your system is, the more chance that there is for some of those bigger more expensive components to to go out, and that's i mean that's when people really start to kind of weigh in their minds is it better to repair this thing put all this money into putting a new compressor a new fan motor you know the bigger items, or do I look at replacing it and so with compressors that that one is obviously a big part how remind me how how often the outside fan motors uh how often do you see those is that another one where it's like usually an age thing
1: yeah man that one's a tough one i've seen them where they've never had to be changed sure. out and i've seen them where that's five years really so i don't know if i say an age on that but
0: way. is the five years less common like yeah. is that okay so as a rule of thumb those bigger components are i, an I think any item. anything in any type of machinery the longer it's used the more chance the more likelihood there is of it going bad sure well i'm just i'm just trying to like for the people that are listening if they're homeowners that hap- happen to be listening if your system is younger or it hasn't been in as long there's a good chance that it's one of these smaller components. Capacitors go out more common than a compressor does, Mm -hmm. a contactor, uh, you know, different things like that. But the bigger components as far as like, you know, the the motors and the compressors, if your system is older, the more risk you run of some of those larger things going out.
1: I would say a fan motor definitely goes out more often than a compressor. And a contactor and compressor extremely more often than a fan motor. Yeah. There's definitely some truth to that. Gotcha. One of the signs of like a compressor that does get bad when we talk about, you know, what's a sign that it's having. If you see a, one of your break, your circuit breakers tripped on your air conditioner, that's a good indication that you've got a compressor that's having problems. Mm. We see that a lot. That's probably the only thing I would tell you, like, we could say, Hey, you know, fan motor isn't working. I mean, it could be the contactor. It could be your fan motor, not blower motor Kevin. It could be all sorts of different things. If you see a trip breaker, That's for sure the problem, but now what caused that is a different thing. That's the only one I would say, here's your for sure thing.
2: Gotcha. You you definitely want to make sure though that you're doing the proper maintenance on stuff. Um, Making sure that you're, I mean, you don't want to run that fan motor uh, on a capacitor that's running 50% 50% of what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a lot harder on that motor. You know, it's going to shorten the life expectancy of that motor. Uh, same with your compressor, which is one of the reasons why we recommend people get study their stuff checked out every year because you know, from one year to the next, you can have things drop off and you can have a, a situation in the making that you didn't know was there. You know what I mean? Uh, and then also the fact that, you know, you go back to that thing getting plugged up. If you live in a high cotton wood area and you got that stuff plugging
0: the sides up every year because the name of your city is cottonwood heights mm, yeah <laughs> you should probably watch that <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: those those dirty coils out outside on the air conditioner if they're dirty that can cause a lot of problems you're just you're really just asking for a breakdown in a major one if, if you don't get those cleaned
2: gosh and how often do you see an ac that's been installed uh, a foot away from the dryer vent Yeah, you know wild. and you go out to it and it's it's that
0: whole side is just caked with lint lint
1: and there's a lot of things that we can do to prevent breakdowns
0: biggest thing for homeowners especially if you know just just know that you you should have the thing serviced and when you're having that service done they should be checked like it's not something where they're trying to just make up work and they shouldn't be i'm sure there's some i mean stereotypes exist for a reason, you know, like the, there are some, some bad apples out there who have given the industry a bad name, but for the most part, um, a lot of people, a lot of technicians they are out there and they are trying to save you a breakdown unexpectedly, especially since they're out there by, you know, testing the capacitor by, you know, testing these other things and giving you some options and some recommendations. And like you said, some people, they're like, ah, I want to roll the dice and not replace that thing right then. And that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. But you know, that technician has a responsibility to arm you with the brutal facts of the condition of your system so that you're not surprised by it. And so, you know, get the system serviced. But if you're experiencing issues where you're having, you know, uh, The system's not working or comfort issues, hot and cold spots around the house, you know, more than likely you're going to have to get a technician out there to diagnose and troubleshoot why. And I guess the purpose of this episode was to just kind of let you know some of the common parts that, you know, you might hear when they're sitting there diagnosing. And so if they come up and they bring something up and your system is brand new and they're telling you that like, oh, compressors out, motors out, doesn't mean that it's not, but you know, if you want to get a second opinion, go for it. If you don't, if you trust them and you can see clearly that it's not working, find out why it went out that quickly. (laughs) You know, you may need, if you are having surges, you know, hopefully they're talking to you about surge protection for the system so that you don't continue to have that issue when you get those things fixed. So anyway, I, I don't know that that's, that's what I got from the list. Is there any other major components that we didn't cover that you think, uh, go out often?
1: No, that's all I can. I mean
2: as far other, as the major yeah I say other than you're just little things that can happen like uh wires that can come loose or
1: mm-hmm. dog can chew the wire yeah
2: you can things like that I had a i remember I had an AC unit that I installed and I was back out there six months later because it, it wasn't working and I opened it up and mouse had chewed through all the wires mm. you know i mean you got some random stuff that
0: can happen you know so gotcha well that's the show unless you guys have any final words did anyone come with a joke today
1: no, I thought we were going to have an Alexa here.
0: I was trying to remember which group that was. <laughs> no. I actually went home after that episode and I started asking for very specific jokes, and she doesn't have as many specific jokes as I may <laughs> have like alluded to. But like, we could definitely like use uh, you know another person uh, named Alexa to like tell us a random joke, and then maybe you know we'll laugh a little bit. But maybe that'll just be a new segment of the podcast: sure. jokes by Alexa. There was this one time it was a programming thing where when you would ask Alexa to tell me a joke, it would say, I'm going to let my friend Jimmy Fallon tell you a joke. And then he would do it instead of her. And so I don't know how much money he had to pay or how much money NBC paid for that or the late show, but Amazon doesn't do things like that for free.
1: Maybe that's the section, anything you need to beep out, you just fill it in with like an Alexa joke or something like that. (laughs)
0: Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, we'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode of In the House. If you've liked, uh, if you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, go to anyhourservices.com. dot com. I'd like to thank my guests for being here today, Kevin, Richard. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. <laughs> I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In the House.